Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Death Notes Reading Club. I'm here with my man, Jason. What up, Jason? Good morning, Jim. How are you doing? Good morning. Great. And we have a pretty good chapter ahead of us, and there's still a little bit oversized. This is slightly a couple more pages as we start getting to the normal deal. I looked ahead. Luke mm-hmm. ended up telling me, speaking of which, Luke, we have to give him a shout out. He's very sensitive. When when we do these, <laughs> he is now mad at Ruben. He said that Ruben. you gave him. Yes, he said Ruben. He said that you gave him, you know, a proper deal on this podcast. He said that Ruben did not give him proper credit Uh-oh. in the Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> only complimented you. And not him. He was very upset about that. He told me that. Sensitive Europeans. Yes, he is. Uh, but with all of that said, we have, you know, a, a like I said, a couple pages more. It serves well. I think that this chapter is, as Luke will say, a banger. But before we go into this, we actually have some Death Note news. So it's not Death Note notes. It's Death Note news here. So this series is a few years old, but it still, you know, has some repercussions in the manga and anime world. We have a, a whole new Death Note short story collection coming out next year, which I believe one of the stories was already published on the Shonen Jump app, and there's more new ones being made. So after the events of this story, which we haven't even come close to the end yet, I guess we see some other things that are still happening in this world. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you right now. It I can get it because it is pretty big. And it's one of those where I actually have talked to certain things of these. And you almost want like more sequels to these things. A lot of times, you know, Western stuff, they're more, you know, you keep going, you keep going. They keep milking it. A lot of times with these mangas, it's like done and done. Though. They move along. They go and do other things. But mm-hmm. it seems like now because there's even some new stuff, full metal stuff coming out. so. It's one of those, I think, that they're dipping back into these really big ones. But that's not it, right? There's still some other stuff. No, we also have the same two uh, creators, Oba and Obata. They have another series called Platinum End, which I haven't read, but it's about a big battle game between angels to see who's going to be the next god. So another high-concept, big-picture, existential question kind of thing. And that's a, a new anime this season, which should be cool. And then I, I heard on an, another podcast recently that Takeshi Obata, the artist, is uh, doing the art for a comedy manga. Manga. It's basically a sports manga, but the sport being stand-up comedy. Have you heard of this, Jim? No, I have not. Are, are they doing stand-up comedy sports to see who's the devil? Because <laughs> everything. But no, I have not heard of that. That's crazy. Well, actually, the, the, the podcast I heard this on was you and Luke talking about Shoha Shoten. Okay. Oh, is that, oh, that's <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> that's what See, I was trying to tee it up there for no, you. No, yeah. I don't get connections like that. That's actually, like, I'm telling you, these names are never, and that's one of the things that I have a blind spot, too, of the names of the creators. I, ha- I have similar, yeah, it's hard to... Also, I have an awful memory. So when Luke tells me stuff like that, no, it's the, I yeah, up, it's the same artist as uh, Death Note and Platinum End and uh, Bakuman and that's all that stuff. And and that's the thing. In that, I think that I'm more centered on everybody going with the Bakuman uh, connection mm-hmm. with that. So yes, thematically, it's way a, more similar. That than is Death a Note, sport yeah. of stand-up comedy, which somehow, like everything else, 
you were able to lead into the odd taxi on the slack. So it all that, connects back always, to odd taxi. It all seems to connect to odd taxi. It does. <laughs> and I was even going to mention where a lot of times Luke will bring up some manga and stuff like that. And I end up being silly and saying, have you read it? And of course he has. When they uh, you mention the anime, I'm mm-hmm. sure that you will check that anime out. You check out most of the anime going down. So with all of that, uh, we'll start off here. And boy, like it, it starts with a really good cover page. I mean, really, really nice looking. And then the first spread page, holy moly. Boom. Yeah. It, it really does. And we even said that first cover page, and it's chapter three, family is what we're doing. It does look like something that some guy would have on the side of a van. It does, you know, or a velvet repl- painting in your exactly. dorm room. Exactly. I mean, it looks really good. And the funny thing about this is, and I just mentioned it to Luke last night, just to, since Luke's so sensitive, we'll keep mentioning him. But I did mention that it's a shame that in the Shonen Jump app, the, the best you know money in comics here that we go through, they don't have color pages. They end up really going yeah. with the trade. And you can tell even when we're going through this, I, you know, occasionally look down and I'm like, um, page 98, uh, am I? So they're grabbing this from the train. I wish that you could see some of these color pages that you would have because I was going through looking like, do mm-hmm. they have a lot of color pages and things like that? And I'm sure that they did. But this in color would have been incredible. I don't know that originally no. it was, it, but it, it looks, looks like, like something. that title page, the Chapter 3 family page, just the way it's shaded and almost like a watercolor. It looks mm-hmm. like originally that was probably color. Exactly. That's what I thought. And but it would be really cool. This page is stark. It's black blacks and white whites. Yes, and we're yes. here in the Shinigami realm. And we see these like four or five crazy Shinigami just hanging around. They don't seem to do much in this world, which I guess is why Ryuk yeah, you know, kicked bored. this whole thing off, wants to make something happen. So we see Skull Guy with, like, swim goggles on his head. Yep. We see a couple just lay- lazing around. We see one guy on the left who has screws coming out of his head. And Jim, Jim, is he holding binoculars there? He looks like he might have binoculars. Do we have a bird-watching like Shinigami? He might be. I, and if he is, it'd be trouble because he's they, got they'd some be feathers on his back. He does. Look, he might, he's got some like, peacock feathers on his back. He might Maybe be a bird-watcher. Bird it's funny because even the guy on the right, Looks like a very much like, I, I don't know, like some crazy post-apocalyptic biker gang type deal. He has the club, you know, on his helmet there. But yeah, that might be our first a bird watching sighting. It could be. In there. See, ding, that's ding. why you like it so much. <laughs> but then we go into our regular deal. And it's funny. I like this combo where there they are. I mean, what do you have to do in the Shinigami realm? You know, they're right. bored. And that's all they're setting up there in that last page. It's kind of reminding us of some things, reminding us that Ryuk dropped his notebook. And oh, if a human picks it up, then Ryuk's got to stick around, you know, hang yeah. around with that human. Oh, and by the way, I heard he has two notebooks. Yeah, they're really pushing so just reminding two. us some of these these things yep. we learned. About. And very efficiently. It's well done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. And I like that you get that transition. You get a page turn. And Ryuk's sitting there with light, bored. <laughs> he wants to do things. He's bored as well. Like, this isn't what he signed up for. It seemed everything had been excitement. But Light mm-hmm. slash Kira is kind of just sitting there. And we get a little Ricky Henderson. And the minute that I did see that, it, it is a it, a red light goes off. It's kind of a trigger of oh no, things are kind of wacky because he starts talking about Kira 
in the third person type deal like Kira needs rest. Kira needs to clear his head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's and not he very good quickly anyway. accepted this media name for himself. Yeah, he seems yeah. completely okay with it. It wasn't his choice. Somebody on the internet called him Kira, and he's just going with it. Yeah, and, and you could go with a bunch of different things. You can go with the idea that he's just completely insane. Now, he is killing off people with a notebook, lots so that's going to cause lots, some things. Lots right? of people, yes. Yeah, so it also could just be that he – now, it's still not exactly the norm, but the idea that he kind of in his mind keeps that entity separate because that's the killing entity. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be completely a schizophrenic thing that he might just want to say, okay, when I'm Kira – I do that, but that's not really me, you know, right. and like compartmentalizing like and also for strategy. Yeah. He wants to be himself when he's in school. He doesn't yep. want to look different yep. and then he wants to keep the two parts of his life outside. And we of each see other. that. I mean, we've already set up that he's really smart. We get more of that here and we get more of a connection. And really one of the most non-shocking, shocking tweets that I've had in a while. <laughs> like it wasn't like, oh, my God, it was the bit, but it dun, did dun, shock dun. me. But. He might also, like you just said, how smart he is and how he's compartmentalizing, but also trying to separate. Maybe it's one of those because he doesn't end up wanting to have somebody like yell out, Kira, and he, what, what, what? Oh, oh, that's not oh. me. I'm not him. <laughs> so he is doing that, but also he's checking things out. He's studying. He's reading Sexy Inquirer, which I want to read now. I mean, the Inquirer is okay, but the <laughs> Sexy, the sexy version, Inquirer, yeah. that's even better where everything is and i like this you see that these you know crazy rags and stuff are just non-stop l versus kira l versus kira it's all on the news everybody's into it and it's a weird kind of thing again is this kind of a you know a social commentary on the deal that this is mass murder going on mm-hmm. it is interesting because you have almost like you know a sherlock holmes moriarty thing going on but everybody's so obsessed with this idea of the mastermind shadowy detective versus the supernatural kira the as they say the telepathic mass murder that it does end up like giving you that idea this is why ryuk loves to come to earth and mess around with people because they're all insane uh, but I do like it, and you, you end up where he gets a knock on his door, and we're going to meet some more of his family, where his little sister wants help with her homework. But we get that one last big rule. I mean, it has to stress the rule. If somebody touches the book, they see Ryuk. Yep. And yeah. even before that, he does mention his little chat with Ryuk that uh, Light thinks that he has this advantage. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A certain advantage. He doesn't say what it is. And Ryuk, now Ryuk's interested. Ooh, he has a certain <laughs> advantage. Good. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Ryuk loves this. I mean, he like these little fun little games. It's just a game to him. I mean, obviously, That's the whole reason is. he's here. Yeah, right. and I, I love that, that he like picks up all of a sudden. Like, ooh, ooh. he's got an advantage. I wonder what that is. Now, with the idea that if somebody touches the book, and we get more of a, you know, oh, my God, if this happens, Kira has to go really dark. We get that later. Mm-hmm. If you had the book and your wife touched it, and she's like, oh, my God, w- would you end up, I mean, <laughs> it would be bad times, right? But would you it would be hard to explain. But yeah. would you just pretend yourself maybe that, like, like I, I don't know what anything? you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I would do. Well, and I would think so, but what would Ryuk do? Ryuk would not play along. Right? Ryuk would say, no, we've been doing this the whole thing all the time, and 
he'd say things that only that he would know true. if I actually spoke to him. Yeah. Maybe. Why you would sell us out. It might see, he might right sell away. you. Maybe you would. I'm telling you, just the idea of me just thinking what would happen. First off, you're definitely going to make your loved one think they're completely and utterly insane. So <laughs> that's have to bad be a enough, damn good right? actor, though, to pretend not to see exactly. this giant, crazy Shinigami. I might. Probably dancing have... around, doing oh, cartwheels. Yeah. I'm telling you, doing all sorts of crazy things. Though so I think that what levitate. I would do, and yeah, and, and worse, he's mind-freaking everyone. I, I would maybe say to Ryuk, listen. If you say anything, if you reveal that I, I'm not writing in the notebook, I'm putting it away. I'm not going to touch it. And mm. he, we've already seen that he can't take it from him or we're told. And right. also, unless it gets filled up. So if you don't fill it up, that was a kind of a neat little thing. Yeah, at was. one point, mentioned they, too. They gave us there in Shinigami world. But again, it, it just shows that, you know, Light's going to have to hide that thing and he's going to have to lock it up. Nobody can touch it because he even thought, and I thought this was a clever thing, too. If somebody touches it, I'll just pretend. That I'm doing the little case myself, right? Making totally mm-hmm. Tanya makes notes when she's watching or listening to the uh, true crime podcast. And I say to her, you don't have to make notes. Most of these things were solved already. Like, you just she's going cracking wide open. Yeah, I'm like, you're cracking, you know. I get so angry and then she gets mad. She's got notes all over. I said, You look like a crazy woman. But with red this, string connecting pictures. Oh, yeah. oh all I'm that. telling you, yeah. it gets just as bad as that. And she's like, then she's looking at the cat, thinks the cat knows something. She she is a little wacko. But you end up where <laughs> his little sister knocks on the door. And I kind of like the twist here where I don't know, for me, the the trope is usually the little sister is the genius. And the older brothers just kind of hang and whatever. And it's mm-hmm. kind of the opposite here. But you can go. She comes in to get math help. Yeah. Ta-da. Quadratic function. So I'm interested. Yes. Love yeah, the quadratic really. functions. Doing yes. my thing. So so I've been bored all along until we get the quadratic functions. <laughs> that, that if you were Ryuki, what? Quadratic functions. Oh let's have goodness. three chapters just on the math tutoring. That's what uh, we yes, need. That would be Maybe awesome. a little side story. But yeah, so, you, you have yeah, this. And so she, she comes in and asks for this math help. And uh, Ryuk says, oh, by the way, just so you know, if she touches that, that death note in your drawer, well, then she's going to see me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Light is not pleased to receive this information only now. Yeah, you that wouldn't one little, want that. One little manga anime sweat yeah, drop yeah. on his cheek. And oh, he whoops, ends up, okay. he's got to hide the book. But then he kind of goes a little further later. But kind of, I don't know, he's kind of playing his hand a little. But when his little sister comes in, she sees Sexy Inquirer. And then pretty much, you know, gives a little bit of a hint that she thinks he's masturbating. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's a couple kind of hints about that in this chapter, yeah. Is that, is that is that why you locked your door? Because you had this sexy Inquirer magazine. Yeah, and it's like, okay. oh, I'm looking at Kira and Al. Now, <laughs> and he that, even says, I was looking at the articles, which has, has got to be an intentional blow. Yeah, it is funny. And you have this again. There's... At points, I just love the idea that Ryuk is standing there. You're getting this, you know, quadratic equations first off. And then this little Chuck, he's so bored that he starts thinking to himself. This reminds me of him just being so flighty. He's like, could the advantage be talking about the years? Like all of this because she says, oh, yeah, you want to be a detective when you grow up. So you're studying for that, too. Wow. So he's such a studier. And he goes, yep, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the head honcho at the National Police Agency. And we get a little editor's note that that is pretty much the Japanese version of the FBI. Now, with that, because you're going to have a twist coming up, she doesn't then say just like dot, 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 you know, but right. I don't mind that. I don't mind no, the idea. And, and I like to see 
that he has this cute little sister that he helps out again, showing you that he's a nice guy, but he does. I mean, by this point, three chapters in, yes, yeah, but he doesn't start off as far as we know. To be some sort of a killing monster, no, but he revealed himself to be. What I think that you're getting here too, though, is that little bit. If you really look into it and you think about, like, okay, what what do they always say about, you know, so about uh, serial killers? Which he is. I mean, he is a in a weird way. Is the idea that you know they kind of know how to go through life. They don't have any empathy, stuff like that. They're cold. And he's starting in my mind to kind of feel that way. But I think this is the swerve to make you not. Like, oh, yeah, he has a little sister that he loves. He doesn't want her to become, you know, seeing Ryuki hides the book. They're having this little chat. That's fine. We get more of the family in a twist coming up because we then go off to this MPA. We get the whole deal with L calling like a little little meeting here about what's going on because he's desperately trying to figure this out. You know, he's like, okay, why? Why aren't I dead? It's so too. far, we're not really seeing Elle. No, we only no. see him from behind. We see he has some kind of crazy, unkempt hair. He's kind of slouchy. He's barefoot. Yeah. So he's kind of a, a weird dude. He and is. We don't know quite what's up with him, but he's, he's pondering. He's thinking about, why didn't Kira kill me? Mm-hmm. Because, remember last chapter, uh, Elle played this kind of trick on Kira, where he said, you know, he put somebody on screen Here saying, I'm Elle, I'm going to come get you. And this is a national broadcast, and it turns out it wasn't really L. It turns out it wasn't really a national broadcast, and he tricked Kira into killing this, you know, convicted murderer. Yeah. And yeah. proving that it had to be someone in a pretty small area around Tokyo. And now he's kind of trying to put the other piece together. He does look like what ends up becoming, you know, people working from home. <laughs> he's there, no shoes. Like you said, <laughs> he's just hanging loose. He's looking over a cityscape, too. As he looks out and then thinks, why Why didn't he kill me? Why didn't Kira kill me? It must be that he didn't see me. He's not really sure yet, but he's trying to put together the pieces of this. And the cool thing about this, by the end of this chapter especially, it does become more of that cat and mouse. It's not just a, a kid just randomly doing things. And then you have, you know, you have to have it set up that Kira slash Light knows some things and does have that advantage that he said because this L is supposed to be the big to-do. He's supposed to be able to solve everything. And so you see that he's on to something. You see that he is smart enough. You got to figure this out. But the big thing is the timing in this because he has a meeting. You end up having Carmen Sandiego with Tari come up. Mm -hmm. Hey, L, we have a meeting. Okay. Okay, everybody, what's going on? And he's kind of sitting in on this deal. I do like that everybody's there at their desks and them with Tari there just has that computer laptop with the L. I don't really know that you have to really spell no, that out. I, like, I think that's probably for us. Yes, yeah. it's so funny that they're just like looking over them. <laughs> There's L. Um, but yeah, they're going through what they can figure out. And the timing is the big deal. The time of death, which L was particularly interested in. And it does show you that the it, it, it seems like it would be a student, they even say. That right, the, time, the timing is... All the killings, or 68% of the victims died on a weekday between 4 p.m. and 2 a.m., most of those between 8 p.m. and midnight. And then on weekends, the timing spreads out more between like 11 a.m. and 2 a.m. So it is, it kind of fits with the idea that it could be a student. Yeah. And then you get that whole deal, and they're, they're playing with this idea of a serial killer. And, and when I said earlier that social commentary type deal that I think that you might be having, it kind of is what always happens when when you get to this and you end up 
oh my god we we received three thousand calls of people saying that they thought they saw him we got 39 calls or 21 calls saying they work here this happens this happens when you have like the zodiac killer and stuff like that for right. years and so you go through that and i like that you don't really need that but i like that it fleshes some things out it, it makes shows the world you the real thing realistic right because this whole side of things presented just like a regular police procedural yes i like that just it, like it, it's a regular serial killer and none of this crazy supernatural stuff just if somebody's out there killing, this is what the police would do. Yeah, they exactly. And, they, and I like that. Data. I'm glad that it's just not, okay, yeah, what do you know? And then he said, you know, it gives you that also that the MPA is still involved. They are doing their thing. It's not just, you know, like, you could almost forget and think that, you know, L is out there with a magnifying glass, like, you know, in mm-hmm. his pipe going and doing things. No, the police are on this, and they have a lot of people on it, and they're trying to figure things out. As you go, L is almost like this mysterious just guy who's putting pieces together in the background and telling them what to do. You have one guy come up and stand up and talk. And this is a weird deal because he repeats himself after the fact because he does say, listen, hey, I, I want to say something, sir. He's talking to the chief there. And I'm, okay, what's it? What is it, Matt Suda? And he's like, well, I don't want to say that this Kira is anything great. I don't want to give him credit for this, but I, uh. I just want to mention here that the crime rate in violence, it's decreased. There's been a big decrease in the number of Dramatic violent crimes committed worldwide, especially in Japan. And I, I, I don't want to say that this is a good thing. It's, it almost plays off to me. It's like a Batman-esque thing of why would we deal with something like this? Well, you know, now in Batman's case, things increase, it seems, when he comes into town. But still, this idea of is this good is this something we should accept but he they don't want to even spell that out he doesn't right. want to he, he say never that. says it's good it's almost like we're presenting all this data we printed the data on the times and the numbers and the days and here's just some more data also the violent crime figures are down yeah yeah and it, it ends up being that's what light said he wanted to do i mean it's already happening right. but he's, he, he's Started to bring about his utopia on Earth that he wanted yeah, to Yeah, and, and I like this combo deal of, you know, the juxtaposition of horrific serial killer. I'm going to get rid of it. It's my idea, and I'm going to – but also it is doing the good thing that he said, but you can't really do that sort of thing. So you end up where this chief, he's, you know, okay, well, we're, we're considering this. We're looking into everything and whatever, and – this guy, though, really is scared that he came off wrong here. I mean, everybody must, like, when they say, okay, everybody, we're done here, they must all, like, avoid him and shake their heads at him because he's oh, so upset. Matsuda. Yeah, yeah, and you end up where Al's like, thanks for getting closer. We're trying to figure all this stuff out. Uh, but I got another request that the squad's in charge of the media and all this stuff. Please look into now. If everybody who died, was there ever a report when the report of the person getting arrested or whatnot, is there a picture? Is there video footage? Are their faces shown in everything or anything that they had done with that? And they're like, okay, we'll look into it, obviously. Right. L has to say, jumped very quick to this idea that maybe it's linked to having their faces available. Yeah, so he wants to check that out. They're going to do that. And then that's it. They're like, okay, thanks for the help. Boom. You end up having Watari, Carmen San Diego. Close that. Also, that is a hell of an outfit to wear every day. I mean, if it gets <laughs> hot, that, this Watari, because he does mention him by name at one point, L does, uh, has to just really sweat it up. But 
yeah, everybody's clattering out, and you end up having the chief say... He even, he even wears this whole outfit when he's in a room only with the other investigators. Yeah, just... So. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, it's a look. Yeah, it is a look. He's branding. Uh, the chief then says, basically, hey, everybody, we've been working real hard. Everybody who can just go home and go to sleep. This is going to be some things. We're going to be we're gonna be pulling some overtime hours when you get a chance to go to sleep, and they all funnel out, including... The chief, you know, the detective superintendent here says, I'm going to go home. You end up, though, where that guy comes out. I like when the chief goes out and stretches. And then, yeah, yeah, you end up where, again, with this old deal with Matsuda, he runs out and he really has to stress this. I mean, I guess he's really afraid that he came off wrong. Hey, hey, chief, uh, I really didn't want to play it off that I think that this Kira is good. I mean, I really don't think he's good. And the chief then says, well, almost says, well, if you would have done it a different way, you might have been fired. But you ended up pointing out that you're not giving him credit. This Kira isn't a good thing. You know, you're not saying, oh, thanks to Kira, we really should end up really giving that guy a pat on the back. No, he says that stats are stats. He's a stat guy. Stats are stats. And that's something that should be brought up. And we're going to have to, you know, keep an eye on it and things like that. You can't keep things. You can't repress stuff about it. So that right. is and a this, relevant I think, deal. again, is really meant to tell us, the readers, by the way, you should know that crime is actually going down here. It is having an effect. Yeah, yeah. More and I us. think they really want to stress that. Because, again, you're going to worry, I guess, if you're doing this, you're going to worry that you're going to get behind what is, at this point, your main character. You're going to want to say, Yeah, they're All really right. playing with who should we be rooting for. Because typically, we'd be rooting for the investigator who's trying to stop the murderer. But we've mostly had the point of view of light all along. So we're kind of on his side, too. So we're still kind of half and half. Yeah, and it's, and, and it's the way they're playing it. We don't, you know, the idea of L, we don't even know his face. I mean, I think that they're trying to... It's a weird way of trying to get like, oh, man, look at him. He's all loosey-goosey without his shoes, but it's not enough. We're walking around with Light slash Kira. On the surface, Light seems like a normal kid we might root for, but he's doing the evil thing. And then L seems like this crazy wild man, but he's doing what we should probably think is the right thing. Yeah, and so I think that that's the deal. Like, And I love the play, too, because Ryuk, a lot of times in something like this, you might get that feeling of, oh, this poor kid light, he's being controlled by Ryuk, but they do a really good job of Ryuk just kind of hanging. Oh, yeah. It is not. All all Ryuk did was just start things off by tossing this notebook into the world. Even at the beginning of this chapter, he's bored. Why, why aren't we doing? Why aren't we doing more of the killing? And when you end up having light say, well, Kira's tired, needs to collect his thoughts, and plus I have some ideas or whatever. Ryuk never says, like, no, 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 you got to write on the thing. Come on, we got to do this. We have a quota. Just He's just there. He has to just observe. It's, you know, that fun little deal with him. But we do go back to Light and his sister. Back and, to the math tutoring. All right. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, back this is where action. you're just like, this is the greatest thing. <laughs> now, we already had bird watching. Now we have math this, tutoring. This is very much targeted. 11 <laughs> out of 10 chapters. This yeah, is targeted exactly. to me. Now, again. Just as an aside, I really like this now. I have to get involved saying that I have some learned things about me as well. Uh, just the whole psychology of it and things like that, that is something that I went to school for, but also end up always does intrigue me is there too. So I think that this is hitting on all levels. Now we get the twist because the chief, 
He comes home. We don't, you don't even get that. It's such a cool way of doing this. You end up having the detective superintendent go, all right, I'm going to go home. And then we go well, back to like he, his sister. The, the superintendent said he pulled an all nighter last night. So he has not been home for a couple days. So all of a sudden you get, and I love this idea, and this might be a cultural thing, but I don't know. When I come home, I don't have to ring the doorbell. He ends up, it's like, ding, dong. Oh, oh, come in, honey. I'm like, oh, that's pretty formal. But their dad's home. Light and his sister are like, oh, my God, daddy's home, daddy's home. And he has, we get hey, the page light. turn. We get an unusual full page, one panel. Dad, welcome home. And we see that Light's dad is the chief investigator on the on the, uh, on the Kira case. Yeah, and that's awesome. That is pretty cool. And you get that little deal of almost like a horror-esque page when you end up having Light come down. Dad, welcome home. Thanks, finally. And it's really shaded. It's dark. You end up having Light in the background almost like, oh, it looks Yeah, I'm so not sure. Is, is Light surprised or is he just creepy looking? I'm not sure what we're supposed to get from his expression there. The only thing that I can think of is they really want to stress the idea that, oh, my God, they are kind of enemies, but they're not. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, because he does like, oh, Dad, welcome home. Now, this is the best thing because I love when they're eating dinner. And Ryuk is just standing behind. He's always hunched over because he's so always darn there. tall, yeah. right? And he's just always there. And we're talking about, and Ryuk realizes this is the advantage. The advantage wasn't the idea that he was trained right. to be a detective. The advantage is, is he not only has an inside, like it's not even like a leaker. He, his dad is the detective superintendent of the MPA on the case. Mm-hmm. So you end up having this. And with that, you you play it off very subtly at first. Oh, my God, the dad's the superintendent detective. Oh, my God. But then they're just going to have dinner. Yeah, and they're talking about their day, and he's mentioned what's going on at work. And they also mentioned that Light has, in the past, assisted his dad, given him some ideas to help move investigations forward. So the dad is, is used to talking about his cases at home with his kid. And they do it in a good way, where he starts talking about this Kira case. And and. Kind of in a, you know, nonchalant way, not really in particular, not saying, oh, we're really just saying, and everybody should know what he's talking about, even at the dinner table, because it's such the rage at the moment. But, you know, he starts talking about this, says, oh, they they know that, you know, we figured out it probably is a student, L's and shut, all these things going on, and this is the advantage. Where the dad then says, oh, you know, we always talk about this, because the mom's like, please, this isn't dinner conversation. And he's like, no, no, we always talk about this. And like you said, Light has helped me. Right then, Light's like, I'm done. And gets up. And I'm like, oh, don't do mm. stuff like that. That is too much. Like, at this moment, it wouldn't be something. But if all of a sudden, the dad who says, he's always interested. He always gets involved. That he kind of stays away from the case. It's weird, though. One of my things I'm thinking is you need to build Belichick this stuff. Start cheating and giving your dad really odd ideas that he might go with. If his dad does use like, like, I think it's this. And I don't know. He ends up excusing himself, but then pretty much says, hey, uh, everybody, uh, mom, you know, don't, don't clean my room. Don't come in my room. I'm going to keep it locked. In. <laughs> She's like, I never clean your room. What are you talking about? Again. He's doing certain things that are a little bit out of the norm. It's suspicious, and- but it could be interpreted in a non-suspicious way. So his mom even says, oh, Light's starting to act like a real teenager. 
with his his sexy inquirer. Yes, magazine. his sexy inquirer. He's like, don't look at those magazines under my bed, mom, please. But with that too, I like that you all also you're doing. It's like that subtle recap, but it's not recap. It's it's kind of reinforcing some of the big things in the book. Where when the dad comes and says, "Hey, how are your grades?" Uh, oh, light. He's always the head of his class. Like. It, that that's it so natural. much better yeah and yeah, that feels that's like something that parents stuff. would say exactly and that's the stuff it sticks that way you're not being just shoved information oh by the way you know in, in a uh, narration panel like he's the top student of his class no it, it's natural you also know and will know from now on that likes the smart one in the family the sister struggles uh but at least the sister doesn't have a book that she murders people in as far as we know there's another notebook out there it could be a whole separate thing going on. Yep, that's the big thing about it, and that's the intriguing. I mean, they throw that out at the very beginning. That definitely is going to be the intriguing thing, you know, later on. And you end up where Light and, you know, Ryuk, they're talking about this whole deal. What are you going to do? And, you, you know, Light L's on to you. Well, you know, they have this whole deal. They're profiling you already. And this is another turn where Light shows that he's pretty smart cookie, like he's already planned for this and led them to believe this, is what he says about the student. Right, Light says that he's been acting from the start to lead the investigators to conclude that it's a student in the Kanto region of Japan. Which, are we supposed to believe that 100% (laughs) that he always meant this? Why? I don't understand why that is good for him to have it be that accurate. This is the evil villain Claiming everything is to plan, you know, yeah, like, I'm, oh, my God, you were defeated. I oh, meant to no. do that. Yeah. I meant to get my nose broken and put in jail. Everything is proceeding. And I kind, I I kind of got like, yeah, I, I kind of got that, like, because he's he is like the idea. Again, it's stressed. He's head of his class. Oh, like you can always count on him. He's always good. I, I think he's a little pompous. I think that he really does think that he's, you know, too smart for the room of any room he goes into, including. His dad, who's pretty much one of the head of the MPAs, so he is going to, you know, that's the sort of thing that leads you to do a little fumbling and doing some wrong things. But at this point, you do see, though, that, and I'm sure Ryuk uh, really loves this, the idea that he is going to twist and turn these rules. He's, you know, he knows what little rules that we have in the book. Now he's going to twist and turn them. I thought at first, when I first read this chapter, I was a little confused. It's presented a little idea. strangely here. It yeah. is. It is. Uh, now, also, just to put aside, he says, I have this book. Didn't know that people couldn't touch it. This is trouble. And and at one point, he almost, it feels like like if he's walking in school and the book falls out of his book bag and somebody picks it up. Like he's, No, no, no. He's worried that if his family touches it and he says, Kira will have to kill his own family. And he's just sitting there in a horrific look. But. Even before that, these rules of him trying to, oh, it was the plan. Now I'm going to put plan B. He has, now this is kind of showing he has some sort of plan. He has like this stash, I'd hate to be on this list, of 50 criminals that he has set aside for special purposes if he yeah. has to do something. That's now, am I, am I correct in this, that what he does, he thinks of these rules where he ends up where you write down you know, the cause, if you write down a name and if the cause of death is written within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, it will happen. If the cause of death is not specified, the person will simply die of a heart attack after writing the cause of death, details of the death. Now, is he writing details of the death is this guy's going to die at 2 p.m. 
on this day. Is that a detail that you can do? Because yes, I think that's what's going yeah. on. Isn't it, it the way that they spell it out? I'm thinking of the timing of six minutes, 40 seconds. But then later they're like, they died an hour apart and they died on this day. Right. It so if you like don't you can, say yeah. anything else, they just die at six minutes and 40 seconds. But if you do say, oh, by the way, it, it dies at 11, 12 p.m., then he dies at 11, 12 p.m. And and that's that kind of, you know, expands things. It really does. And in my mind, I think that you would play that Ryuk's like, ooh, I mean, this kid's really thinking because usually the timing is so spelled out of the six minutes, whatever, that you wouldn't think that the detail of the death might include a time of death. And that's what he's doing. So all these guys now are dying during school hours, one hour apart. It really is like a really set thing that they're like oh my god and we jumped it three days later and apparently every day since we just left light and ryuk in the room a criminal has been dying every hour yes every of hour heart of and it's exactly an hour apart i like the idea that they have to specify listen these guys are in prison we know exactly when they die uh but yeah they're doing that so the idea now are you thinking that at this point light slash kira it, he's really showing them and he's rubbing kind of pushing it yeah, because right. L you think looks you at figured this. something about me, but that thing you thought you figured out is garbage because I can make people die. And it, it whenever seems I want. like yeah, and it seems like L's the one who makes this connection, and it might not be the greatest thing for Light because he says, "All right, he's doing this. This is a challenge to me, but it also shows me that he has some sort of way in with the police. He knows right. more than what's going on." I mean, at this point, I would think the idea, it would be like a police officer. This would be like the fire bug, you know, in a fire department setting fires. But he does seem to think it's just somebody getting information, known only to the police, and it's clearly a challenge. Right. Light doesn't just want to win. Light wants everyone to know that there's somebody really, really smart out there who can do whatever he wants. Yep. And now and so it's, he's letting some information slip here. Because this happened as soon as the police figured out, oh, the timing's important, right away, the behavior changed to say, no, the timing's not important. And that timing of how it changed gives L some important information. And again, if, if you ever look into stuff or listen to true crime and, and the serial, serial killers usually get caught when they start playing that game, that they end up wanting to get that credit, but also wanting to play. You know, the cat and mouse, I'm smarter than you, I can do this, and I'm doing it in clear sight, and I'm giving you clues that you don't know. Problem is, L knows these. And L is saying this to himself about the information of the police and stuff and the challenge. He doesn't say that out loud to everybody Mm -hmm. else. But, yeah, he does say, listen, what Kira's saying is he's set the time of death as he pleases. He's doing this. I mean, really now really becoming the angel of death of like, okay, I'm going to make you die next month. I'm going to make you die here. He's setting all these things in. And and you get a really good deal where, oh, yeah, there there's Light's dad right in the middle of things yelling and screaming. You know, this yeah, is causing him a lot of stress as well, which I wonder if it's going to play into the deal where his dad starts to really, you know, kind of suffer from all this. He's working double shifts and things like that, but doesn't seem like like cares about that right now just at the end where he says if anybody in my family touches this i guess i'm gonna have to kill my family but says it with the kira the third person deal which is kind of scary as you end up having right it's like it's getting more interesting like this is crazy stuff mm. 
Uh, but yeah, it's really good. I mean, this chapter is really good. You get the twist of the dad. You get, you know, really cool, subtle recap to keep you on board as you go forward because we're only in the third chapter. So it's good that they keep stressing some important stuff. But I'm really at this point intrigued. Like, I really want to know more about L. And sure. I just want to see, you know, if you haven't seen have, his face. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see if Kira ends up. And, and the way that that's played, doesn't it make it seem like that means it has to be so important? Something with this, but what could it be at this point? And so I'm waiting for him. Like his face is revealed. I'm like, all right, there he is. He's got some, you know, muffled up hair there and whatever. But I, I don't know. We'll have to see what is all going on here. I do like it though. I'd like it a lot. So I'm glad that we continue on. What would you give this chapter? Oh, I'd say probably about a nine. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go nine five. I'm oh, going to okay. go way over the top uh, because I really do like it. The art's great. You know, that's the thing. It, 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 is, really, it really is good. And this is the type of book, a lot of times you read a manga and you're like, oh, it's a shame that this isn't all in color. This works this way because of the type of story and the Absolutely. way that it's going. And especially because, like you said, even before, Ryu, he kind of is that such dark and shaded that he kind of, you can tell that he's not supposed to be there, but he's there. And it's so well done. So, yeah, that's that. But we'll be continuing on. In a couple of weeks with the next chapter As we go through this And yeah, it's going to take us a while uh, I was looking at the deal as I was going through Some stuff because There's a lot of chapters There's a lot of chapters And there's some cool things after the fact too That you know if we're around in seven years We'll get to those as well But we also have that deal where You know we can push in something Maybe even look at one of the anime Or, or something like that At one point sure. trying to you know, do a little if we get done an arc and we want to mix things up. So that is something Sounds like that fun. We'll yeah, look forward yeah. to it. So, so thanks for joining me again, Thank Jason. You. Thanks, everybody, for listening. As we usually say at the end of these podcasts, go over to Twitter at W. What is it? Weird Manga. I get them all mixed up. At Weird Manga. And then go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga for a lot of Manga Monday shows in advance and also the picks of the week show each week for our weekly reviews. And the Full Metal Alchemist podcast. And the Full Metal Alchemist one as well. So yeah, check all of these out. Shout out to Robin. You better mention Luke before we go. He's going to be upset. Who's Luke? (laughs) Oh, Luke. Right. Luke. Luke. He's probably, he'll be sleeping anyway. He'll sleep on this. But everybody, thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you later.